when you live your purpose and love, you get abundance, whether it be in joy or money or all of the above or health, right? So when you're living your life in purpose, your life transforms. Your life becomes a life that you feel is worth living and is giving back to you everything you're putting out. So the energy you're putting out that's positive is coming back as well. Welcome to the Saved by Mother Earth podcast, hosted by Heather Webster. In this podcast, Heather weaves together conversations of spirituality, wellness, and nature immersion to help create connection for your mind, body, and soul, allowing you to know your authentic self and enhancing your connection within and your connections with others. Heather combines her love of learning, teaching, spirituality, nature, and others to bring this podcast to you. Come join us on the journey of self-discovery. Welcome everyone to the Save by Mother podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today with me as we dive into the topic of abundance. But before we get started, I did want to let you know I still have some openings for one-on-one coaching clients. And so if you are feeling like there's something missing or you're feeling a little bit lost or there's something during this conversation we're talking about abundance that hits home to you and you want to start living your life in abundance with purpose, feel free to reach out. We can do a discovery call. The discovery call is just a quick little call where we talk about what are the things that you're feeling challenged with? How can I support you in that? What does that look like? And then we dive into seeing if we're a good fit and if that's something you want to move forward with. So definitely feel free to reach out to me. The link to set up a discovery call is in the show notes. So you can find it there. It's a Calendly link. And so you can just book it right there because there's a calendar that will help you book it and go from there. So abundance. What do I mean when I talk about abundance? Because here I am saying that you could live abundantly. And what does that mean? Because a lot of people instantly think that means money. Um, But when I use the word abundant, I don't just mean financial abundance. But before we start with going down that route, let's talk about what abundance is according to a dictionary, right? Or according to what the yeah, what the dictionaries say abundance is. And there's a bunch of different definitions, but the overarching definition is that it's a moment or a situation or a feeling that you have enough of something almost to the point where you have more than you need. You have excess of that. So if you could have an abundance of food, if you go to like a cookout, right? And everybody's doing a potluck and everybody's bringing food in, you could have an abundance of food. You can have abundance of money that comes in and you're just like, wow, I have so much that I could give to other people. Um, it's interesting. Sometimes I see that the people that don't have abundant money are the ones that uh, give as well. And we'll talk a little bit about that. The fact that like when you give, abundance can come back. Um, Keeping that in mind, you can have an abundance of happiness, joy, 
you can have an abundance of anything. You can have an abundance of coffee mugs. Is there anybody out there that has an abundance of coffee mugs or cups um, or like an abundance of pens? I know I love pens and I had to get rid of so many when I um, switched over to a digital nomad lifestyle uh, because... You know, you just can't bring them all with you or an abundance of planners or notebooks or books. You can have an abundance of really anything um, and it can be tangible or something intangible. Um, I don't think I mean, you could say you have an abundance of love, but is there ever a time where you have more than you need of love? Um, something to kind of think about. So why do I work on abundance with people? Well, there, it's kind of twofold. Number one, when you live your purpose and love, you get abundance, whether it be in joy or money or all of the above or health, right? So when you're living your life in purpose, your life transforms. Your life becomes a life that you feel is worth living and is giving back to you everything you're putting out. So the energy you're putting out that's positive is coming back as well, which means that you can then end up serving more people or doing more of what you love, um, in turn, bettering the planet and society and all of that. The other thing to think about when it comes to abundance is, so not only is your health and your well-being better, but this kind of goes into what I was just saying. Abundance also helps the greater good. Um, when you feel abundant and you feel happy, you're putting that out into the world. You're able to share that with the people around you and it spreads. It's, I think there's like, you could see it spread, right? Where if you come into a room that feels kind of more stagnant and then you come in with more joy or you see somebody else come in with more joy, you see how it starts to pick up and that influences everybody. So if you bring joy to one person's life and then they go home to their family, the joy that they'll bring on. And so it's twofold in that it not only is beneficial to yourself, but then in the long run, it gives to others. Um, and also there's some security in it. And I'll talk a little bit about that in kind of your own self-confidence. So I wanted to share a couple quotes with you about abundance. The first one is by Tony Robbins. Some of you might know him. He's a very inspirational talker and energetic individual who transforms, transforms people's lives. And this quote is, when you are grateful, fear disappears and abundance appears. What a cool quote, right? When you're grateful, so when you show gratitude, fear disappears and abundance appears. You can't find abundance if you're not living a grateful life. And this comes in, I'm going to share a story in a little bit, and that comes in so much in that story of my own personal struggles with money and my idea of what money is. Um, and, you know, I know people that struggle with like whether they deserve love or, or friendship or kindness. So it can go in any way, but I'll share the story, my financial story around abundance and what that's done for me in the past and how it's kind of shaped up. The other quote is by Esther Hicks. Um, you might've heard of Esther Hicks 
um, if you do spirituality work, but they do a lot around abundance and manifestation. So that this quote is the fastest way to bring more wonderful examples of abundance into your personal experience is to take constant notice of the wonderful things that are already there. Okay. So both these quotes come together. Um, one of the things I talk with my clients a lot about is having gratitude and great being grateful for what you already have and living in that space so that you're already abundant. So you might be looking at your life right now and being like, I'm not abundant. I don't feel abundant. I don't have money. I'm not happy. But then you look around and you realize that you have so much family around you, maybe. Or maybe you realize that you live in a place that's full of natural places to walk. I don't know if you can hear it right now, but there's a lot of cicadas and other things. I'm recording this outside, which I thought would be nice to kind of get that back, that feel of nature within the podcast and bring that energy in. So if you are feeling that way, one of the first things you can do to start helping yourself is to do a gratitude practice and um, like writing down things that you're grateful for, things that you already feel are abundant. And even if it's something that you need to start off with and be like, well, I have a setting of seven forks and seven spoons and seven knives, but I really only need two or three typically, right? You have an abundance of silverware. So start thinking about the things that you already do have and what that looks like for you. And what does that give you and how that means you can have people over. You can share a meal together. What what could you be grateful for today that maybe if there's nothing else that you feel grateful for, that's one thing that can help make you feel like you have abundance because you have this thing that you could be grateful for. So why did why am I down this path? Why why even think this? What is my money story? How did it come up? And what do I struggle with? Because uh, I want to share this because I feel like it has something to do that can help you. My struggles with money actually started, um, my stories about money started when I was young. Um, I grew up in a family with a stay-at-home mom. So we were very lucky and blessed that my mom could stay home with us. And then my dad worked full time and we... I lived in a family in an area where we didn't require a lot. We didn't need a lot. We did a lot of, I remember we did a lot of couponing where we cut coupons on the weekend. We'd get the newspaper every weekend and go for a bike ride to get that. And we cut coupons. My mom and dad were very good about not having credit card debt. And they taught that they passed that on to share with us that you should always kind of like pay, pay it off as it comes in. Um, and we lived very modestly, I think it's the word, right? We didn't have a lot. We didn't buy anything fancy. Um, we had hand-me-down clothes. And I remember one Christmas, th this is when I think my money thing became a thing because I was starting to get into the things that the people liked that were around me, the other kids and pound puppies were huge that year. And I remember saying that 
I wanted a pound puppy for Christmas. And I think my parents, as parents, didn't know the importance of what it was like to get a pound puppy. And so they got me a generic pound puppy. And I remember being somewhat devastated by it because I was like, oh, we don't have money to buy a pound puppy. And that's why they got the generic pound puppy. And they started to have stories around all of that, thinking about, and all of those kind of become part of who you are. And looking back, we probably could have had the money for a pound puppy. It was just more, they didn't understand the importance to what it was. I remember we did have Cabbage Patch Kids and Atari when it came out, but my parents which I'm so grateful for now but back then I was just like oh it's not like the cool thing I don't even know I'm putting that in quotes because I'm kind of like looking back I wouldn't have I'm glad I was raised without being materialistic but it's very interesting the stories that come up for kids and I remember another story which now as an adult I'm just like whoa it makes so much sense where I said to my mom, we asked them something about money and she shared the fact, the thing that if people look like they have money, it doesn't mean that they do have money. It might mean that they're in debt. And that was such an important lesson for me of that there's people out there that might be spending money that they don't have thinking they'll pay it off in the future with debt. Well, they have the debt and they're going to pay off the debt in the future. And we grew up where there wasn't debt. Like if they, if we didn't have the money for it, we didn't buy it. So it's a different mindset. But as a kid, I processed it very differently. So fast forward, I don't know if any of you can relate to that, but fast forward. And I remember it was 2014, right? So grown adult, I've been working for many years, um, and I remember being at a conference in Texas. Now, I wasn't, I learned the lessons of not to have debt, but I also became very independent very quickly and ended up like finding debt when I had a house. And because all of a sudden it was like, you had to buy all these things at once when you bought the house of so like going to Home Depot and getting ladders and all these things. And I ended up co collecting myself on debt but I didn't, it's not like I had a lot of credit cards, but I maxed out a credit card and I was standing, I was in Texas on a conference paid for completely by my company, but not being paid off until after I got back with the receipts. And I remember standing in a souvenir shop. It was one of those Texas shops in Dallas that has the cowboy hats and the boots. And I was like, oh, it'd be so fun to have one of those. I don't need those, but so cool at the same time. And I remember standing there saying, I can't buy these. And it wasn't that I couldn't buy them because I didn't have cash. I didn't have credit either because I had maxed out the credit card. And I was waiting till my next paycheck to be able to pay most of that off. So I was in limbo of I had finished up what I could use within. And I almost it got to the point where I was also being very careful about what did I buy for food? So there's this whole other realm of this. Like I was standing there thinking, I don't have any money. I have to figure out a way to make it through this trip, be able to feed myself in a city that's more expensive. Can't buy any souvenirs, which is fine. But it was like this moment of fear 
sadness, feeling like a failure, regret, disappointed in myself, questioning myself, like, why did you let this happen? Because that story that I created when I was a kid and continued to create through my life was coming up very quickly in that moment when I was staring at the cowboy boots. And it's very interesting that that's the moment because I don't want cowboy boots. I like flip-flops or like sandals or barefoot. But I remember standing there being like, I can't buy these. And they weren't expensive either. So I share both of those kind of stories to say that like, our idea of abundance, whether you're talking about money or happiness or having food, any of those kind of things stems from our own beliefs and our own values and our own inner thoughts and our own value that we put on ourselves, like how we value ourselves and what we've been through. So I share that because... I was very clearly abundant in that time. I enjoyed my job. I enjoyed like my friends, my life. I was on a trip, all of those kind of things. But I was stuck in this money conversation that I couldn't really find that. And I remember saying to many people, I was an early childhood educator. And I remember saying to everybody, like, I just need to make enough to survive. I just need to make enough to survive. I don't need a lot of money. I just want enough that I can survive on. So what I was putting out to the universe was, I don't need a lot. I just need enough to survive. Well, there I was in Texas, surviving, not loving life, not enjoying that moment, but I was alive and I was a sur- I was surviving. And so when you're thinking about abundance in any way, Think about what are those, what is that language that you're saying out loud and to yourself about what you're looking for? Don't allow it to be a mediocre wish. Allow it to be what you truly wish for and what it would look like. The other thing with abundance is you do have to work at it. You can't just be like, today I'm going to manifest a million dollars. Well, that's not going to happen. Most likely you can't just say, I'm going to manifest this to happen. And all of a sudden you're going to have a million dollars when you haven't done any work around it. But say, um, I recently had a client who wished for some extra spending money for vacation and she put it out to the universe. And then lo and behold, she got a, a bonus at work, right? So she put it out there. She had to make sure she was working and she was doing her job and she, had put it out there and was living in this idea of like, she was going to be able to put more money away and it came true for her. So there's this idea of manifestation isn't just saying it's going to happen. It's living that's going to happen and working towards that. But the other thing to know too, if you're talking about money abundance, that You can't call abundance, and this goes back to the gratefulness thing, if you are hating an aspect of your life. So if you think about your day, whether it be your job, your family, a relationship, any aspect of your day that impacts other parts of your day, you come home from a job you hate, you're 
have no energy, you're exhausted, you're miserable to be around, or you just want to be alone, any of those things, that's going to make abundance very tricky. And we're not going to love every part of our life, right? There's going to be things that are tricky and hard. And there's going to be moments where you're just like, I can't believe this just happened. But when you live in this place of, you know, I don't love my job. I hate my job. And every day I can't believe I have to wake up and go to my job. You're starting every day with regret. You're starting every day with a negative feeling. That's not starting the day or ending the day or living in gratitude. So maybe it's a job that you're in and you really don't love it, but you know you kind of have to be in it right now while you're figuring out the next steps. What could you be grateful for? What could you appreciate about that job? How can you leave that job at the job and not bring it home with you? Or how can you find space to be in um, that will allow for a new job to come in? All of those kind of things are ideas and things to look out for when it comes to abundance, because you can't call abundance in. Just look at there's people with so much money out there that are not happy. So they don't really have abundance because they hate, they, they keep feeling like if I, if I work a little bit more and if I make a little bit more, I'm going to get happy, but money doesn't bring happiness. Being happier, finding joy in what is already there brings happiness and abundance in the long run because you could have no money and be full of abundance and gratitude because you are surrounded by loved ones and you're doing what you love or you can have so much money and be miserable or you could have both. You do what you love and you have the money to not only just survive, but to enjoy your life. And so when you're thinking about abundance and what that looks like, I want to kind of urge you to think about, is there a part of your life that's not, you're not finding contentment in and that you want to change? And how can you change that? And one way is to start a gratitude practice. So if you haven't heard it, yet that's one of my biggest suggestions is start a gratitude practice even if you feel like there's nothing to be grateful for think about the fact that whether maybe you can walk or maybe you know how to drive or maybe there's a bus that you take to and from work and home or maybe you got to see a special friend recently or you were able to eat breakfast so think about those small things or that you get to listen to podcasts. If you listen to podcasts, you have to have a device that you listen to them on. So think of all those little things that you could find gratitude in. And then as time goes, you can build on that and see if there's bigger things that you can think of that to be grateful for. Um, the other thing is if you struggle with this to hire a coach, um, find somebody that can help you because they get to see, the, they can see the outside and be able to guide you and be able to share things that maybe you don't see or ideas. The biggest thing is finding that one or two things that you really want to kind of push towards, whether it be, I want to find my purpose, or I want to start doing this thing that I've wanted to do my whole life. And I regret that I haven't been able to do it yet. 
any of those things that you're thinking about, everybody needs a coach. I have a coach. Um, everybody know that successful has a coach that helps them get to the next step. Um, whether it be a life coach, whether it be a career coach, whether it be an advisor, right? And we had coaches even in college for as advisors or in high school. Um, so it's something that we, as a community, look to mentors and coaches for that help. So find a coach if you have su need support around this, especially if you have need support around some of your inner dialogue and the conversation you're having. Uh, like I said, I do have 10 spots open and you'll hear more about that at the end of this episode, but I hope you enjoyed this episode on abundance and my couple little stories, but also know that anything is possible. If you can dream it, it can come true. If you have an idea or a thought, you can make it happen. I mean, just look at the things that happened that people probably back in the day would say that can never happen. People can't fly. Nobody could ever fly. Nobody can make it to the moon, right? People won't be able to drive down the street and across the country in a few days. That's not possible. So think about those possibilities and think about what does that look like? It might be that you're, you want a fancy new bag, or it might be that you're a minimalist and you don't want any materialist stuff, but you want to have fun and freedom. Would you imagine having an abundance of freedom? That's where I am right now. I feel like I have an abundance of freedom that at any point I can take a different turn if I want to. Um, if I want to pick up a little part-time job, I can. Or if I want to find some other thing to do, I can do that. If I want to go west, east, south, north, right? That's an abundance of freedom. And what does that look like? Is that something you'd be interested in? Or abundance of being able to make decisions and choices and not think about how will I pay the rent? I think that's the biggest message to you. If you put out there that you just need enough to survive, that is what the universe will deliver. And that's what the universe delivered for me was they gave me enough to survive, but they didn't give me because I didn't ask for it enough until now, enough to not only survive, but thrive. How cool would it be if you felt you were thriving and growing and developing and becoming the person that you're meant to be living on purpose with abundance? Thanks for tuning in. Listen up, women. If you are like many of my other clients, when they first started working with me, you may be feeling unfulfilled, lost, or disconnected. Maybe you spend your evenings after coming home from work, laying on the couch, or binge watching TV, or just really having no energy. You want to feel energized, moving through your life with abundance by living in your purpose. I'm inspired by the work my clients have put in with my guidance to create magical lives reaching for things they ne never felt were possible for them, reaching for what they called the impossible. Are you ready for a transformation? If so, I have 10 spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching, and I am calling you in. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today for a discovery call, where we can discover if we are the right fit to work together and start making a change and transforming your life to be 
the life you deserve and you were born to live. Sign up today and save your spot. Thanks for listening to the Saved by Mother Earth podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please join us every week by hitting subscribe or follow. Until next time, spend every day as authentically as you can, reaching for your true purpose.